This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where customers who save by switching their home and car save nearly $800 on average. Quote at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $793 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2021 and May 2022. Potential savings will vary. Looking to get out of the ads and back to the story? Fable and Folly Plus is a new way to support the creators you love. The podcast you're listening to right now and more than 60 others can be heard ad-free for as little as $4 a month by visiting fableandfolly.com slash plus. And now, Where the Stars Fell is offering director's commentary to all Fable and Folly Plus supporters, still entirely ad-free. Fable and Folly Plus. Sign up today at fableandfolly.com slash plus. Hey there. Hey there, buckaroos. My name is Kyle Street. I don't know if you know this, but I play Mike in Where the Stars Fell. <laughs> Pretty cool, right? Tell you what, if you like my performance, feel free to reach out to me. I'm always happy to take any commissions, uh, you know, any voice work, anything you want me to do. Uh, if you have any roles for your audio dramas, maybe internet series, any work on film or on stage, you can totally hit me up. You can contact me at uh, kylestreetvoice at gmail.com or you, you could maybe find me on Twitter at Kyle Street Voice. It's pretty cool. All right, guys. I hope you all enjoy episode 16. Sherlock Holmes. Probably skip debate today to work on my speech. Mom won't need me home for a while, so I'll finish some of this at the library and maybe print out some flyers for the breast cancer fundraiser, but the color printer might be out again, and what use is a flyer if it isn't pink? So maybe I should just go home to do this stuff anyway, but fuck. Shit! I should finish that chem project today too, if I can even beg off debate at all. What? What the hell? So I don't know what actually went on there. I was one of the first people there, yeah, but when I saw the scene of the crime, there wasn't anyone there. Just the body. It was kind of like an out-of-body experience, because I 
seen broken bones and twisted limbs and other stuff, but nothing like that. I just don't get it. Why the school? Or Mr. Barnabas? He was a harsh grader, sure, but to leave his corpse on the steps? It just feels... strange. And to not even leave a trace? Oh, Sufi, that's fucked up. Hmm. It was grisly. Morbid. Maybe even traumatic. We should do something about that. About the, uh, murder of your bio teacher? Yes. Leave it up to the cops? <laughs> All the cops did was close down the school and get someone else to clean the blood. Oh, and they harassed some teachers, I guess. Well, no, I guess they wouldn't do much, but we can't do much either. We could try to solve the case. That's a possibility. An interesting one. A very viable one. I... well... Don't try to talk me out of it. Your concern is endearing, but unnecessary. If I die, I die. I won't judge you for staying home while I'm off solving a mystery. We all have our priorities, and yours are clearly elsewhere. I get it. We're not all free to solve crimes and save the world. Save the- Have I guilt-tripped you enough yet? You know, you didn't have to. It sounds sort of fun. Very Nancy Drew. And, uh, not many extracurricular activities going on? Besides work, I guess. That's exactly the kind of stuff I like to hear, babe. The best boyfriend, the best future first man out there. Yeah, your first man has to get back to flipping burgers now. Do you think we should break into the school? I'll get back to you on that, Soups. Post haste. Hi, guys. Hey, Mike. Edison, should we... I mean, do you... All right, then. How are you... feeling? How am I feeling? That's what I said. Yes. I'm Danny. Are we going to do this all the time? The checking up on my mental state thing? I don't think it's unreasonable. I'm eating. You want to disturb my meal sanctity to do a wellness check? It's not a crime to ask how you are. I'm allowed to do these things. No, but you asked how I was feeling, and the questions might be similar, but they have different connotations, and I am feeling fine. I could be doing better. That's good to know. Yeah. <clears throat> so, bio teacher got murdered. Apparently. Apparently? Apparently. Right there in broad daylight. Except, no one knows who did it. And this concerns us, I assume. Probably it does. Do you think we should do something about the murder? Do you think it has something to do with our field of expertise? I don't think we're experts with this shit at all, but yeah, probably. I suppose so. What do you propose, in any case? What? You've never heard of a little thing called breaking and entering? When you said, should we break into the school, I kind of thought it'd be a hypothetical, babe. Absolutely not. What do you take me for, some run-of-the-mill amateur schmuck? I need the scene of the crime, and it's probably the biolab. We're running on very few clues here, and they've restored this place to its good, old, non-murdery exterior. So no blood or body. 
we'll have to search, like in True Detective. We aren't really True Blue Detectives, though. If we solve this case, we will be. I knew this kit would come in handy. Why'd you get that, anyway? I wanted to have some rebellious skills under my belt. My baby cousin keeps locking herself in the bathroom. I thought lockpicking would be a useful skill. Take your pick. All that matters is I'm right. You always are. It's muddy out. We should cover our tracks when we're done. Just, you know, remember to mop up our footprints or something. Or, well, the forecast said it might rain, so that might help. Right, I should get on that. Remember what the body looked like? Like the cuts or gashes or- They were claw marks. Big ones across the chest. And the arms. Maybe other spots too. It was a lot of blood. He looked like he was in pain when he died. Is- Sufi, that must have been awful to see. Are you sure you're okay? Of course I am. I mean, I wasn't close to the guy, so I'm not... There's no emotional connection there. And it's not like I'm gonna die with you around. You're gonna keep me safe and stop me from ending up like old Barnaby, right? I... Of course. To the best of my ability. So there's nothing to worry about. You're probably very capable. But I do appreciate the concern. We should prepare ourselves. For what? You know, if it's grizzly in there, or if we don't find anything, etc. Could be dangerous for you. Just me? Oh! And me, too. Of course. (laughs) You're cute. Alright. Deep breaths. In... And out. In. And out. Okay. Feeling ready to fight monsters? 100%. Do you know what it is you're looking for? I'll know it when I see it. It's like checking the perimeters. If this is an ineffable thing, or whatever, I don't want to be caught off guard on home turf. Let's just keep going. Are you alright? I'm fine. I just want to finish this and get home. I have a ton of angry emails in my inbox and no idea what the fuck they're about. (sighs) Oh, shit. What do you think they meant, ineffable stuff? Beats me. Biopapers, biopapers, cell diagrams, lesson plans, riveting stuff. Hey, Sufi? Hmm? I feel like I gotta tell you something. I'm listening. I, well, You shouldn't freak out, and I'm, you know, very in my right mind, so I didn't have a mental break or anything, but you're important to me, and I don't want to keep secrets, so I just feel like I should tell you, but I'm not crazy or anything. Promise. Okay. Cross my heart that I believe you're not crazy. Yes. Great. That's a relief. Keep believing that. Right. So, you know, God, the one in heaven and whatnot? 
we're not close, but I know the guy, yeah? God's got angels, right? Some of them have swords, and some of them have a lot of eyes. Typical angel things. The whole be-not-afraid shtick. Because beings of God, they don't really have to adhere to human physiology. Why would they, right? They're not human. They're angels. But obviously they're not monsters or anything. And so those angels can stay up there with the big guy, or sometimes they sort of disperse into the world at large and watch over people and protect humans and other typical angel things. Because we... Or, I mean, they are forces for good. Cosmic balance. The tug of war of good and evil. You know? I know. I just wanted to clear up any misconceptions in advance. Because I'm an angel, too. The Archangel, Michael. Babe? I'm really glad you told me. But I already know. You what? I know. I have for a while, like since a little after we started dating, maybe two weeks in. You weren't the best at hiding this stuff. I mean, the first time I saw your bedroom, it was a mess. And then I blinked and the place was cleaner than a hotel room. I was just waiting for you to tell me. But honestly, Mike, how could I take this badly? You're an angel. It's like Twilight, but without all the stalking and racism and BDSM fanfiction. It kind of rules. So you... This is cool. It's fine. Of course. I don't really get how it would be bad. Like, angel, wings, boyfriend sent from the heavens to protect me as I become the first woman of color to be president. I liked you for ages. And I liked you when I found out about your whole angel thing. We're good. Also, can I see your wings sometime? Well... I... Oh, is that like a personal thing? Huh? Wait, Mike, come check this out. Whoa, you can barely read this guy's writing. <laughs> Yours isn't much better. I call upon your true name, Servant of Belphegor, to bind yourself to my will. Uh! <gasps> Called back to this fucking town! The same week! Humans have a whole lot of misconceptions about what it means to be conscripted into a Prince of Hell's army! We're not all warriors! Even Hell needs its accountants and secretaries and people to disinfect the training swords. For all that I hear you people talk about how bureaucracy is Hell, I don't know why it's impossible to believe that Hell has a bureaucracy too. What? I really don't know what to tell you, ma'am. You're not getting anything good with me. The last guy was real pissed when he found out, too. So, it's a demon. Oh, come on, a fucking angel. I swear, you folks really think we've got all the power on the level of demon princes. I only wanted a minor demon, he tells me. Just a servant of hell. And what am I supposed to tell him? He got what he wanted, but I just do the paperwork. And then he tries the holy water trick as soon as he figures out I'm not able to do his bidding. No one's willing to go the full mile anymore. No more human sacrifice, no more giving up your soul. It's all this DIY summoning shit. And then they're surprised when they get the janitor and not a duke. Eh, still doesn't feel right to me. Even with the office job. <laughs> Listen, I would have gone straight back to hell, but it's not like we have a union. We don't get vacations or weekends. 
I haven't had a day off since 75. Okay, one, I think Marks failed to anticipate actual demons. And two, you still clawed my teacher to death! He attacked me! I feel like I deserve some sympathy. Just fuck. I know how it goes with you angels. It's always kill or be killed. We'll all just... I'll have to get you two first. Son of a bitch. Sufi, run! Ugh. Ow! Demon! What? Demon! Oh, for fuck's sake. What's going on? Demon, apparently. Might as well just put that on the town's welcome sign. And I suppose we're responsible for cleaning up its messes, then. Wait, Mike. Can't you just kill it? Left my sword at home, babe. What? Really? I have a sword. And could probably do... that. It'd be good practice. And I'm here for backup. You are. But you should probably take care of this yourself, Lucille. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. An angel sacrificing some human with a half-bit sword? That's pretty low. (laughs) I am more than capable. I'm plenty dangerous on my own. Wait a second. You're a... For fuck's sake. Lucille Kensington has a sword? Your boyfriend is an angel, and that's what surprises you? But I already knew that! No, hold on. This is... Isn't there anything I can do? Am I just supposed to watch Lucy fight a demon and twiddle my thumbs? Uh, I mean, basically? Which sucks, I guess, but Lucille can hold her own. And she's got a sword. It's important for her to be able to fight. That doesn't... I don't... Fuck! Fuck this! Why do I have to sit around and just watch things happen? I'm sorry, Ed. It's... I'm not interested in bantering you, you damn... Oh, oh, wow. That's gross. Honestly, I've seen uglier. Well, how often are you killing demons? Not that often. Doesn't change the fact I've still seen uglier demons. I feel like we've been in charge of that, or Lucy is, right now. She's doing a great job, if that helps. Yeah, geez. Since when was Miss Kensington a sword fighter? Uh, probably been around two or three weeks now. She's a quick study, I think. I wouldn't know, because I don't have a sword, but that's what I've gathered from YouTube. Wait, should I learn how to sword fight? Is that a necessary thing for, like, all this... God and the devil stuff? I... well, I don't think so. I can't imagine you fighting demons on your own. But it is a possibility. (laughs) She sure can't pack a punch. Lucy? Edison? You're bleeding. Lots of places. We can go to urgent care after all this is wrapped up. They'd be shocked it isn't me for once. How would we even explain this? Raccoons gone wild, maybe? You're getting better with that sword. The lockers are somewhat dented. Ah, property damage is all a part of the trade. 
but uh, very heroic. You're a bona fide monster killer now, huh? I... I suppose I am. Uh, hi. Quick question. What are we going to do about the body? I can bury it, I guess. And I'll miracle away the rest of the debris. How responsible of you. Hey, wait. So, is Mama Gabe also- Well, we should get going. See you around, Ed. Lucille. Thanks for the sword help. So. Yes. Do you want to put that away, or are you going to keep holding it? Actually, do you have to clean your sword, or does putting it away sort of auto-clean it? I wouldn't know. I don't generally have much experience with this sort of thing. Right. Do you want to try? So there is an auto-clean feature. I guess there is. I wonder how that works. Do you think the inside of your cane's all gunked up, then? I had assumed this was more of a pocket dimension situation than my sword somehow getting compressed to fit inside a cane. Or maybe it's just miracle stuff. Force of will. A pocket dimension would almost definitely qualify under miracle stuff. Okay, but pocket dimension feels way more sci-fi-y than the shit we're dealing with. Just because something feels like sci-fi doesn't mean it is sci-fi. And in any case, I feel skeptical at best about the impact of genre constraints on our lives. I just think we could stand to be a little more curious about the forces in our world. You would. You think they're going to be okay? Michael can certainly take care of himself. As for Miss Shirvan... They aren't the one I'm worried about. That kid domesticated an archangel. Saint Boyfriend over there is going to have his hands full. Hmm. Good for her. Where the Stars Fell is a production of Caldera Studios and is produced by Newton Shottlecotty. This episode was written by S.S. Atya. The voice of Mike L. was Kyle Street. The voice of Sufi Shirvan was Sahar Iman. The voice of the demon was Aiden Mechi. The voice of Lucille Kensington was Madeline Harvio. The voice of Dr. Edison Tucker and Mr. Barnabas was Newton Shottlecotty. Script edits were done by Kit Adams and Charleston Aris, with a sensitivity read by Kit Adams. All sound effects taken from Audio Library, Sound Library, Nocatee Studio, Original Foley, or used under Creative Commons license. Find transcripts, social media links, and places to listen at wherethestarsfell.com. WGC Productions presents... Small Victories! Marisol, come on. That's my one part. Too bad. Man. <laughs> now, for the rest of you all, I'm trying this new responsible thing, and this is sort of part of it, so bear with me. 20 days? 20 days clean and sober. No help, just me, myself, and motherfucking I. I mean... They told me that I, I would need to completely change my life if I wanted to actually have it stick this time. But they were some dumb motherfuckers, because look at me. I'm fine. I'm great. Hey, Marisol, I'm throwing a party tonight. You should come through. I, look, I know it doesn't look great. I mean, 
it's not like I'm gonna do it alone. That, that'd be fucked up. I mean, what's cocaine between friends? Girl, stop looking at me with those puppy dog eyes. <laughs> oh, it's Nina. I know I haven't really talked about her yet, but she is, oh my God. I can't wait to marry her someday. <laughs> That's my soulmate right there, man. You know, I think she might be the one good thing I have. When are you coming home? I miss you. We are in love. It's just, you know, sometimes love is weird and shit. I really fucked up, Oliver. Okay. Take me through it. Aaron, I owe him so much fucking money for Coke. I shouldn't have even bought. How much money? I have to give him six fifty by Saturday. How much do you have now? None. Shit. You know, when I first went clean, I thought it'd be a lot harder. I mean, the first two times, it was. But this time... <laughs> like Kirk! Okay. <laughs> Whatever, this is stupid. February 1st. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. You wake up startled in the middle of the night, convinced that there's something out there in the darkness. Your brain tells you that there's nothing to be afraid of, that the inhuman shape in the corner of your room is just your laundry piled on a chair. But as you hear the ghostly, ragged breathing that doesn't belong to you, you realize your brain is dead wrong. If you love the mix of horror, mystery, and comedy in shows like Buffy, Ash vs. the Evil Dead, or Supernatural, you'll feel right at home on The Crit Show, a Monster of the Week actual play podcast where the players, playing as themselves, are tasked with being the last line of defense from the forces of evil that go bump in the night. Join us every Wednesday and learn the games we play while the gang tries their best to solve the mysteries, hunt the monsters, and protect the innocent. Their intentions are good. Their dice rolls, not so much. You can find The Crit Show at thecritshowpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts.